years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh... We start the show here with a tweet from Greg. I was listening to yesterday's podcast about female kangaroos having three vaginas, and I went to look it up myself and forgot to type kangaroos. Boy, I was in for a surprise. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. What a start. (laughs) What a start for Greg. Yeah. How are you? You nice? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. That's good. Feeling good. Um, I Do we have a naked story today on the show? Because I feel like we're going to run out here soon. I feel like we've, we've done, we've been tracking this for a couple weeks on the show now. Uh, we said, you know, we, we both noticed that there is a lot of stories that we talk about on the show where somebody is getting naked, whether they're high on drugs, whether they're drunk, whether they just feel like getting naked. People getting naked, getting arrested, you know, doing something that makes the news naked. I also think it has to do with this time of year where it's just starting to get really warm in places. People wearing less clothing, and Uh, then they're just thinking like, well, you know, I don't have a shirt on. All I have is a pair of shorts on. Might as well lose these two and be fully nude. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So we decided to start keeping track of how many shows in a row we could go. Uh, covering a story about a naked person. We said we weren't going to go out of our way to try to find a naked story to keep the streak alive, but uh, we've done it for 15 shows in a row now. I feel like we're we're hitting the threshold. Do you? <laughs> Does that mean there's a 16th straight show with a naked person today? Is there a naked story? I, I honestly don't know. I know some of the stories we have to do, but I don't know. There is there a naked one in there? Uh, yeah, there is. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. What state? Is it Florida? Yeah, it is. Oh, boy. Somebody loses their pants. (laughs) Oh, their pants? Are they fully naked or just pants off? Or, I mean, listen, if you don't have your pants on. That counts as being naked. Well, if you have your underwear on, though, I think you're good. I'm, uh... It doesn't say anything with the underwear, but I'm I'm 99% sure the underwear were off as well. Okay. All right. So we have a naked Florida story coming up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taylor tweets here, sometimes I get so excited about listening to Mikey and Bob, I leave early for clinical. Uh, listen, don't leave early or wake up early for our show. Come on. Wake I mean, up early to go get donuts or coffee. Yeah. That's always the move, right? Yeah. See, we wake up way too early, though. Like, I never wake up early enough to go get breakfast or coffee. I have my morning time down to, like, the minute that I have to wake up, uh-huh. like the last possible minute I can lay in bed, because I know how long it takes me to make my coffee, brush my teeth, and I don't have any place that serves coffee around me, so I'd have to go like out of my way for co- It's just not in the plans in the morning, you know? Plus, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and I don't really feel like dealing with other humans. I think that doesn't matter what time you wake up, though. Yeah. Like, every minute counts. Yeah. Uh, tweet here from Fry Guy. Friday burger song. All right. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, hit the burger. Might as well start the burger song here to start off Friday. Hamburger, here we go. Hamburger, 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 
cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Respect Big it. Mac, Big Mac, Respect Big those Mac, burgers. Big Mac, Whopper, Naked Whopper, people. Whopper, Whopper, what? Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, uh -huh. Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, yep, Whopper, yep. Big Mac, Whopper, why? Big Mac, Whopper, <laughs> Hamburger, Cheeseburger, <laughs> so Big hot. Mac, Whopper, Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, <laughs> Whopper, <laughs> Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Big yeah. Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Big Mac, Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Hamburger, Cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper. You you get so happy whenever I play the burger song over here. Like, it makes you, everything better. You, you start smiling. You start nodding your it makes head. Everything better. <laughs> like I I know you're never really in a bad mood in here, but man, when I hit that burger song, man. You just you you turn into just a different person. You get so happy, man. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. It's your theme song. Cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac, Big Mac. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac. I'm kind of happy too. I gotta be honest. It makes me happy too. A song about burgers kind of makes me happy too. All right. Uh, so that's the start of our show. Uh, the tease to keep listening throughout the rest of the show is at some point for the 16th straight show, there will be a story about a naked person on the show today. Somebody lost their pants. Right. So keep listening. That's the tease for the show today. <laughs> Eddie tweets us here. Pretty sure I just walked out of the house at the perfect time to hear some bird love in the neighborhood. Gotta love horny animals in the morning. Wow. Well, bird mating to start the uh, start the morning. Singing a song. Uh, did it sound like this, Eddie? Because that's not a bird. That's a baboon right there. Uh, did it sound like this, Eddie? If you hear that in a tree, it would be uh, camels in the tree. It's a camel. Did it sound like this, Eddie? <laughs> I'm not even close to being done. <laughs> if it sounded like that, Eddie, that's not birds. That's uh, that's cougar mating. Maybe it sounded like this, Eddie. <laughs> Sounds like birds, right? That kind of yeah, sounds like a beard. No, that's flamingos. Oh. Sound like this, Eddie? <laughs> Could be one large bird, right? <laughs> that's fox mating. Oh. Eddie again said he's pretty sure he walked out of the house at the perfect time to hear bird love in the uh, in the neighborhood. Uh, did it sound like this, maybe? <laughs> Okay, as much as we play animal mating noises, they still get me. You, Bob, were not prepared uh -oh. for lion mating was there. Lion? Yeah, there's a lion. Can't you picture a lion's face, like the mouth all like hanging to the side and drooping, like, <laughs> like how good does that feel, Mr. Lion? <laughs> okay, all right, lion mating. Out of nowhere, lion mating is shooting to the top of my favorite animal mating noises this morning. <laughs> By the way, how creepy is that if you walk out your, your house, you walk out your front door, and you hear that? Right? <laughs> 
got to go right back inside, right? Uh, yeah. All yeah, right. Call it off. Well, Eddie heard uh, bird love in the neighborhood this morning. Did it sound like this, Eddie? <laughs> That'd be a bird, no? No? Is that a bird? Tweet, tweet? Up in the, up in the trees? No. Llama mating oh. right there. That was llamas you just heard. Uh, was this what you heard, Eddie? That's a gator. Nightmares. Uh, Ryan tweets here, you guys really have like 20 cues for animal mating noises, do you? I, I don't know. I mean, I have a ton of them over here that I have ready to go just at the push of a button. Here's a mini pony. <laughs> one point i think i heard a bird in there though all right listen at to the end there listen was listen to mini pony mating again no there you go. not there like right there oh, like maybe. right there right yeah. there i heard a bird i heard a bird in there <laughs> tweet tweet yeah i mean let's only hope that the bird was watching and not at all involved 96.1 kiss Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. High today, 82 degrees and sunny. Aren't we supposed to get in the 90s like uh, this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Don't be surprised if I sneak over and just randomly uh, start swimming in your pool this weekend, Bob. Just warning you right now. I don't need the invite. I might just sneak on over. Don't worry about it. What are you going to be wearing? A spidoo! A man spidoo! Uh, John Morosi, who writes for MLB.com with the article, Bucks could deal veterans by trade deadline. Here we go. Uh, he says in this article here, while the Pirates haven't declared it publicly yet, they should be sellers by the July 31st trade deadline, and they are expected to make many veteran player, uh, players available next month unless they somehow get back into the NL Central race. Yeah. Uh, Pirates are currently eight games back in the Central. That group would include Ivan Nova, Francisco Cervelli, Josh Harrison, Jordy Mercer, Sean Rodriguez, David Freeze, and Corey Dickerson. Jamison Tyone is less likely to be moved because he's not eligible for free agency until after the 2022 season. So everybody's gone except Jamison Tyone will be available um, at the trade deadline at the end of next month if the Pirates don't turn it around, which they they show no signs of turning it around. That's according to John Morosi, who writes for MLB.com. Father's Day's coming up on Sunday. The Pirates have a sponsored Facebook post going around Mm -hmm. and has a picture of a nice family on it. Mom, dad, couple kids, and it says, treat dad when the Reds are in town. All kids and dads get a replica batting practice cap. All right. They're trying to encourage people to come to the ballpark. Father's uh, Day. Yeah, on Sunday for Father's Day. And then we read the Facebook comments. Very deep, dark place oh, on the boy. internet. Everyone mm-hmm. is a GM. You're ready. Everyone uh-huh. is a coach. Yep. Everyone is going to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. sucks. It's time for Pirates Facebook comments. Uh, these are Pirates Facebook comments on their Father's Day post, encouraging fans to bring dad out to the ballpark on Father's Day. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. John M., I'd rather stab myself in the eye with a fork than give that team my money. What a start. 
Brock C. Talk about cruel and unusual punishment. Derek E. My dad would beat my ass if I got him Pirates tickets for Father's Day. I'd get one punch for every run Vasquez gives up in the ninth. Michael H., I think my dad would enjoy spending the day with my mother more, and they're divorced. Aaron G., what it should read is, show dad that his child isn't the only disappointment he'll see on Father's Day. Dear God. Daniel G., me nor anyone in my family would attend if the tickets were free. The Pirates are a fraud. They don't deserve to be in this great city. Uh, Rick H., these are Pirates Facebook comments on uh, their post encouraging fans to come out to the ballpark and bring dad out for Father's Day. Rick H., my son is two and he knows better. Dave M., geez, my kids don't hate me. Why would they make me go to a Pirates game? They hate nutting as much as I do. We went from going to five to ten uh, ten games a year to exactly zero. Once nutting sells the team to an owner committed to winning, we will head back to the ballpark. Aaron C., if my wife and kids tried to take me to PNC Park on Father's Day, I'd be pissed. Matthew G., dads, if this is your Father's Day present, it should be a red flag to reevaluate your parenting skills immediately. (laughs) Brett W., to watch minor league baseball with the cheapest owner around, dads deserve better than to watch the crappy Pirates for uh, Father's Day. Antonio P., thanks, but I like my dad too much to subject him to this torture. And we'll end here with Jim T, Pirates uh, Father's Day Facebook comments. My kids would be grounded if they got me Pirates tickets for Father's Day. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. Listen to us every morning on the free iHeartRadio app. As always, if you miss any of our show from 6 to 10 a.m., you can get caught up. Stream and download full episodes of the show. It's the Mikey and Bob podcast, all on the free iHeartRadio app. I've heard Tall Kathy talk about this app she plays, like this game, uh, Best Fiends. Yeah, yeah. Kate Walsh from Grey's Anatomy and 13 Reasons Why, and Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, of course, lent the voices to the Best Fiends animated shorts. Uh, it's a mobile puzzle game. I always hear Kathy, Tall Kathy on our station, talk about how she plays it all the time. Plays so, it and plays it. Yeah, you can check it out by downloading Best Fiends for free in the Google Play or the App Store today. So definitely check that game out. Sounds pretty cool. Best Fiends. Uh, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette stuff is basically national news. I'm sure you've probably heard by now that the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette fired their editorial cartoonist, Rob Rogers, who's, uh, you know, worked for the Post-Gazette for, what, like 25 years or something like that? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's been there. Uh, so he, of course, makes political cartoons a lot. Now, a lot of times he does Pittsburgh cartoons, but, you know, recently in the last few years with politics the way they are now in the country, he's made a lot of political cartoons, including plenty with President uh, Donald Trump. So he was let go uh, by the Post-Gazette yesterday. Uh, the Post-Gazette said that he was offered a deal in which he would be an independent contractor and be able to produce two cartoons a week for the paper. Uh the paper's editorial director, Keith Burris, said that they did not uh, suppress Rob Rogers' cartoons, but that he was unwilling to collaborate with him about his work and ideas. Uh, Seth Myers, who hosts, you know, late night show on NBC. By collaborate, he means, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I mean, let me tell you I mean, what to draw. Yeah, like, listen, I mean, they just fired the guy. That's what it is. Right, he, he was right. making political cartoons. The, that's not really in line with... The political affiliation and political, I guess, thoughts and backing of the people who own the Post-Gazette. So they got fired. I mean, it's probably about that simple. Seth Meyers, of course, who has his late night show on NBC and loves Pittsburgh, 
uh, tweeted about the story. He tweeted, in 1989, I had a subscription to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette delivered to me in Bedford, New Hampshire, so I could read about the Steelers. This was before the internet. It was the first paper I paid for, and it was worth every cent, which makes this news even sadder to read. Uh, Rob Rogers said he will continue to syndicate his cartoons and is getting many requests for freelance work. Uh, Pittsburgh Mayor Bill Peduto came in with the statement saying the move today by the leadership of the Post-Gazette to fire Rob Rogers after he drew a series of cartoons critical of President Trump is disappointing and sends the wrong message about press freedoms in a time when they are under siege. This decision sets a low standard in the 232-year history of the newspaper. Damn. All right, so that's basically the Rob Rogers story, but it's, you know... The fact that it has political ties. The big national story. It's made national news. Yeah, it is a, a, a national story. And, I mean, I'll probably just say this on it. If you're angry about that, you, you can do something about it. Like, you can cancel your subscription. The Post-Gazette will obviously take notice if half the people who subscribe to the Post-Gazette all of a sudden don't subscribe anymore. Right. If you're that angry about Like, listen... The, the age we live in now, it does not matter unless you affect the money. All they care that's, about that's brutally honest. No online petition. Just just uh-uh. stop any of uh-uh. that crap that you, you think you want to do. Like, if you're one of those people who's angry about this Rob Rogers guy, this cartoonist being fired for a lot of his political cartoons, it doesn't matter unless you affect the money. I mean, that's it. The people who own the Post-Gazette have hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. So unless something crazy happens, like half the people or 75% of the people that subscribe to the Post-Gazette all of a sudden just stop now because they're angry about this, then maybe they reevaluate and say, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Other than that, like the online petitions and the the tweets and stuff, yeah, it's fun and uh, yeah, but listen... The people who run the Post-Gazette are thinking right now, all the Penguins need to do is trade like a major player like Phil Kessel. And then this Rob Rogers of the cartoon, is it's out of the news cycle, out of the Pittsburgh bubble, yep. out of sight, out of mind, and they can move on. So if you're really angry about it, like I said, if you're one of those people, who's just, this is the day and age we live in. If you want to affect something, you go after the money. You gotta you, w- walk you, away from you it go, all. You go after the people who spend the most advertising with the Post Gazette and say, you know, if you if you're mad about it, don't support these people. That's how. That's the age we live in now. Affect the money to affect real change. It's true. I mean, completely honest. That's the truth. It's just the way things get done in this day and age. No online petitions really going to help or anything like that. So if you're upset about the Rob Rogers guy, the cartoonist. Being let go, you go after the money, and that's it. That's how you affect change in 2018. It's just the uh, climate we live in. Uh, To any Steelers fans who were upset at the Steelers, I guess including the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, when the Steelers traded wide receiver Martavis Bryant to the uh, Raiders for a third-round pick, according to Michael Gelkin of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, He said that the team is awaiting word from the NFL about a possible violation of the league's substance abuse policy with Martavis Bryant. Oh, no. Martavis, of course, was suspended for the entire 2016 season. He was then reinstated last year, played 15 games for the Steelers. 
Uh, and then the Steelers traded into the Raiders in exchange for a third-round pick. And it appears from this report that Martavis Bryant is about to be hit with another suspension for violating the league's substance abuse policy. Can he not stay off the weed? Is that what it is here? I mean, there's millions of dollars on the table and you can't stay off the weed? Uh, this suspension could probably be one year or or longer if this all goes through with Martavis Bryant. But it looks like from this report from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, uh, Martavis Bryant will be suspended again for violating the league's substance abuse policy. So pretty much, if that's true, the Steelers stole a third-round pick for basically, <laughs> what a move. basically nothing. And really, really, I you know, did they know something? I doubt they knew he was going to fail another test, but, I mean, maybe they just knew about his personality and stuff, and they just thought, like, this guy, we don't trust him enough yep, yep. to be able to play clean now He's gonna end up and back stay on the off weed. the weed, and they're just like, we just got to get rid of him for whatever. What a move. What a move if that's all true, right? To get yeah. a third-round pick for really nothing because Mark Davis couldn't stay off the weed be interesting to see if that all pans out but if it is that it will make a lot of people look pretty stupid that we're super upset about the mark davis bryant trade like the steelers were just giving up you know and uh looks like he could be suspended for uh for a long time if this all comes through uh right now it's time for today in freak show history brought to us by moe southwest Welcome to here we go today in, in freak, freak show, show history, history. show history we take you back a couple years some lady i believe this was in michigan dropped kicked a birthday cake well glenda said that you can't have your cake and eat it too especially if you drop kick it especially <laughs> can't have your cake and eat it too especially what? if you what is that up? if you drop kick it. who drop kicks a cake what kind of cake rage at, at what cake point, is so delicious like what is the story behind drop kicking a birthday cake last week a bloomfield township mom showed up to this store to pick up her seven-year-old's birthday cake. She wanted it decorated with the Dark Knight and the Man of Steel. Oh, but man. according to police, the unidentified <laughs> mom didn't like the way her cake turned out, yeah. so she allegedly forced her way behind the bakery counter <laughs> to fix it herself. Okay, she's back behind the counter now. You don't go behind the counter. Generic-ass Batman-Superman no. cake. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like you're going to the strip club. No touching the dancers. If you're at the grocery store, you can't decorate your own cake. When employees kicked her out, yeah. she drop-kicked the cake. She dropped kicked the birthday cake. What what move is that? Witnesses say was so furious she stomped on the cake after kicking it. Oh <laughs> wasn't enough. How don't they One have kick wasn't enough. How don't they have video of this? Had to perform a finishing move. Wouldn't the cake just be sitting on a table? Or did the lady like physically pick the cake then up? She had to pick it up. Like, like throw it in the air and then just, ah! <laughs> And she stomped on it. According to the police report, the woman claims that she did not force her way behind the counter, that she was invited back there to fix a cake. Oh, yeah, they do that all the time at the grocery yeah, store. Yep. Come on back. You can do your own cake today. And she says she didn't drop kick the cake. She just dropped it. What a story that is out of Michigan. 96.1. Summertime means that the news always... Uh, brings us the pool dangers report. I just, I love making fun of the news because it's just the same thing every summer. They'll like test the, the waters and they'll tell you the same thing. People go to the bathroom in public pools and 
you know, you're probably going to get diarrhea from it. You know, that's that's what how it, it always every ends. Every summer, it's the same story. Let's go to another summer pool warning. Well, pool season is upon us, and warmer weather will have many of us ready to jump in, of course. Ooh. But the summer fun doesn't come Uh-oh. without possible hidden dangers. Oh. I love her voice change. Like, yeah, well, summertime Ooh. is fun, and it's warm out. Oh, there's hidden dangers. <laughs> Did you sound like that? It's diarrhea. (laughs) Is that how she sounded? Hey, kids out of the water, there's diarrhea. (laughs) Summer sure is fun. Until you get diarrhea. I could listen to you. I could listen to you do this all day, right? (laughs) Summertime usually means fun at the pool. Cool down when the weather gets hot, right? Well, pool season is upon us, and warmer weather will have many of us. Yeah, pool season's upon us at warm weather. Ready to jump in, of course, but the summer fun doesn't come without possible hidden dangers. Diarrhea! Officials tell us the biggest concern is crypto. Now, that's a germ that causes diarrhea and can be spread by (laughs) swallowing contaminated water. There it is. It's called crypto, and it causes diarrhea, and you can get it from swallowing contaminated contaminated water oh. oh hold on spoiler alert every public pool's water is contaminated i don't care it's all bad it's a bathroom it is a every public pool is a bathroom i'm pretty sure i've been swimming wrong my entire life because i go to the pool and i see how much i can drink every time usually usually yeah. when you go underwater it's mouth open I and let bring, me cool down i bring big party cups and i <laughs> fill it up with the pool water and i just sit there and gulp it down well is that how you cool down for summertime fun yeah well if you're drinking that pool water you're gonna get diarrhea <laughs> Now, to help prevent the spread of disease, the CDC recommends every hour, everyone out. They say every hour, parents should okay. take kids on bathroom breaks, check diapers, and change them in a bathroom, not poolside, okay. reapply sunscreen, and drink plenty of fluids. Also, oh. health officials urge to never oh. swallow oh. pool water, oh. which I, I, I just, I thought that was known. Uh, I, I thought it was known, too. Yet you, as a news anchor, needed to tell us all the obvious, don't drink pool water, because basically it's bad bathroom water it has chemicals in it it has urine in it and diarrhea i love this news anchor diarrhea monster that you've created who is here to ruin summer for everybody doom and gloom yeah let me give you the setup one more time it's gonna be a warm out summertime is here and a lot of people like to cool down at the pool but cooling down at the pool is not without some summertime dangers dangers of diarrhea barrel chevy Speaking of summer, the summer sell-down event going down at Barrel Chevy. Those deals are hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst. That's the worst, right? That's the worst. Isn't it the worst when people go, 
It's summertime and the deals are hot. Like, just tell us the, just tell us the deals. Like, tell us what you. No, no, no. It's summertime though, so you get it. The temperature's going up, so not only is it hot outside, these deals, but the deals hot, are hot. hot too. Hot, 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 hot. Uh, Barrel Chevy though, our buddy, uh, the general manager over there, Jerry Raymond, he'll this take just, care of you. This is just real talk. It is. Jerry and his team will beat any deal. You bring in any competitor's new vehicle ad, and they will beat it at Barrel Chevy. By the way, Father's Day coming up on Sunday. Still haven't got Dad something? Go buy him a Corvette! <laughs> right? Drop Dad off and get him a Corvette! Make Dad smile this Father's Day! Barrel Chevy! Why, you don't love your father? He wants a Corvette! Go buy him a new Corvette, okay? What do you think he wants? A tie? Get that the hell out of here! Go buy Dan a Corvette! We don't have the money! General Manager Jerry Raymond will make sure that he gets you the right deal and get your dad in a Corvette! Do you not love your father? Didn't I tell you the deals were hot? It's Dad's special day! Were you not listening when I told you the temperature is rising and the deals are hot? Get your dad a Corvette, damn it! <laughs> Barrel Chevy. Uh, for real though. For for real though. Oh, yeah. hold on. Yeah, yeah. For real though. Hold on. So stop, cause it's for real though. Okay, for the, real the though. The deals are hot. Go ahead. Yeah. The deals are hot. No, they need to move their inventory off the lot. They need to get bringing new inventory. That's why they call it the summer sell-down that's event, the cause they're selling. Of, they're selling down the lot. Like, that's the whole point we're trying to get across here. Is they need to move cars. And you're gonna get the best deals. I'll, I'll actually say this. I'll actually say this. Stupid deals. They're gonna make stupid deals for you. They they're gonna make deals that they shouldn't make. Go get dad a stupid deal. It's Father's Day. He wants a Corvette. Perry Highway in Wexford is where you need to go, or check them out at BarrelChevy.com. Get your new car. Get your used car at Barrel. Barrel Chevy. Barrel Chevy. Nice. Chevy. Nice. I might pass out. You good? Yeah, whoa, that was a good one. All yeah, right. <laughs> see the stars a little bit there. Barrel Chevy. BarrelChevy.com. Mikey and Bob, 96 one Kiss, the morning freak show. Uh, 82 degrees for the high today and sunny. Should be a beautiful day out today. It's getting hot, though. I think we're going to be in the 90s this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for that. Especially since I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to ask for the invitation. I'm just going to come over this weekend and swim in your pool, Bob. And drink your pool water. And give myself diarrhea. Friendly diarrhea, though. I come outside, pool's half empty. <laughs> I'm what just, happened, man? I'm just laying on your deck. <laughs> Surrounded by my own mess. Ah, oh, I got the pool diarrhea. I drank your pool water. I didn't listen to the news. All right. Uh, we have been keeping track for a few weeks now about how many shows in a row we can go uh, by reporting on a, a naked story. Somebody drunk, doing drugs, or for whatever reason, getting naked. We thought this would last for a couple shows, and here we are. 16 straight shows now. Ridiculous. And it's Florida, too, so... A lot going on here with this story. It's time for another Florida story. Always weird things happening down in Florida. Here we go. Attention all 
listeners of the Freak Show, it's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. And not only is it a Florida story, it's a naked story. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Gotta give it the proper setup so everybody knows this is a Florida story and a naked story here. The St. Pete couple woke up to find a half-dressed man outside their home after police say he stole bottles of alcohol from their fridge. St. Pete police arresting 53-year-old Bretton Holden for burglary. The couple says they were asleep in their home at the time. 53-year-old breaks into a house to steal alcohol and he's only half clothed yeah and it wasn't like he was shirtless no he, he was pantsless he woke up and found a handful of empty wine bottles other alcohol bottles oh, on their no. porch police say the suspect drank those bottles oh. before falling asleep on their couch he just needed a taste that's all my dude was drinking bottles <laughs> he wasn't even in this world and then he took a little nap then, on the couch yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure the alcohol made him take a nap so he uh, breaks yeah. into a house with no pants on, yep. naked from the waist down, mm-hmm. straight up Winnie the Pooh, Donald Duck, straight up Squidwarding it out in Florida, breaks into a stranger's house, drinking bottles of alcohol, passes out asleep on the couch. I'm thinking, who is this? All right, this is the guy who this lives in the house. house. Yeah. Who is this? Like, oh. outside, a bunch of bottles of beer and champagne and wine. Yeah. Champagne, wine, bottles. beer. The homeowner says the man wasn't wearing pants when he found him. There it is. I mean, uh-huh. Okay, so did the guy take his pants off after he drank all the alcohol? Mm. Is that what happened? Did he break into the house fully clothed and then drank enough where he was just like, well, I need to, I need to lay down. Hey, take these pants off real quick. Here. He also had a few accidents. <laughs> oh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little more of that story. We're, we're not talking about car accident. No, uh-uh. We're talking about this guy drank so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took his pants off uh-huh. and had accidents on a stranger's couch. He- <laughs> Through the house, just dropping poops. Leaking. He's leaking. He drank so much, he took his pants off and then just leaked all over the house. I wonder if that's how the guy found him. <laughs> I wonder if he just just like, what the hell is what this? What is that smell? Was a cat? Was the cat getting sick, honey? Was the dog scooting? Oh, he followed the trail, and then he follows the trail to the couch where there's just a, a pantsless stranger sleeping, surrounded by empty bottles. The homeowner called police. Police say the suspect got in through an unlocked door. Yeah. The couple says they used to leave their door open so the dog could get in and out, but uh, they won't be doing that anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, so they did have a dog, so maybe they just thought, oh, the dog went on the carpet, and then they tracked it down, and it's just a... A grown man. Yeah, pantsless, <laughs> drunk human surrounded by empty bottles. Florida and naked people making the show once again. Uh, Alex tweets here, I've been sitting in the same spot on Route 30 for almost an hour now due to oh. an accident. Oh, God. Oh. Thank you for the entertainment, Mikey and Bob. I have no. Are we entertaining this, this morning? I have no idea what we're doing on the show. I have no clue what's happening. There should be a rule. Like, if you sit for over an hour, you can just go home. I'd be good with that rule. That's ridiculous. Isn't the uh, the bridge closing this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liberty Bridge, right? Tonight through, like, Monday morning. All right. So if you have any plans this weekend that involves Liberty Bridge, it's going to be closed all weekend. So enjoy that.
That'll be nice traffic. Uh, there was a report on WTAE. This was uh, from Fayette County, right? The spray painting? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All mm-hmm. right. Hold on. Let me give the uh, Fayette County proper intro mm-hmm. here. Let me get this. Here we go. Attention, freak show listeners. Yep. Fayette County has made the show again. Uh, Fayette County story. This was from WTAE. Police in Fairchance, Fayette County are searching for a suspect of their own. This one armed with spray paint. And only Pittsburgh's Action News 4 got a close-up look at the crime. Okay, so this is a WTAE exclusive. Yeah. A spray-painting crime in Fayette County. What do we got? I'm mad. I've been sick all day. Okay, that's the lady who seems to be the spray-painting victim. Sick over what someone spray-painted on her car. Okay, somebody spray-painted this woman's car. And as soon as I looked and come back in, I called the police. They couldn't believe what was painted on there. Oh, boy, what a setup this is. Who who spray-painted this person? What's going to be painted on her car? Images of male private parts. There it is. (laughs) My. There it is, man. Plastered on the Hyundai outside this home on East Elm Street in Fairchance, Fayette County, where the homeowner, physically ill over the crime, didn't want to be identified. You made her sick because you drew uh, private parts on her car with spray paint. Hey, who's doing that? I think it's just disgusting. I mean, obviously. What did they think she was going to say? Be like, you know, I never knew. I needed a male anatomy on my car. It's like all the way down. It's all the way down the side. It's big. Huh? Yeah, like it's like car. on the side of the car. Is it on the hood of the car or the roof of the some, car? Or? There's something on the hood too. They blurred. I couldn't really oh, make it out. Oh, but they drew male male anatomy down the side of the car. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, of course, this lady's upset about it. It would have been really awkward if she was fully excited about it. Been like, I never knew I needed this. You know, like I it couldn't was, believe it. I woke up like it was a new paint job or something. But like I, I, I looked out my window, I looked saw outside. my car. Yeah, not bad. Why would they do that? It doesn't belong to them, and exactly. now I have to pay all that money to get it right. repainted. Yep. It's it's sickening. She's stumped about why someone would target and damage her property, yeah. and upset she has no idea who's responsible for the obscene image on her car. Tomorrow, an insurance adjuster will help determine the dollar amount of the damage, while investigators try to track down the suspect or suspects. Uh, uh, don't draw male anatomy on people's cars. Yeah, leave other people's cars alone. I mean, That's come just on. a good rule. That's a good rule. Fayette County making the show once again. Rhino tweets us here. Guys, I was waiting for the Zero Res Carpet Care transition in the last Florida story with the naked guy <laughs> when you said he was so drunk he was leaking all over the house. Well, perfect time to tell you about Zero Res Carpet Care. If you ever have a stranger break into your house naked, drink all of your alcohol then remove his pants mm, and have bathroom accidents all over your carpet. I know that seems like a very small percentage that that would ever happen, but if it does, call Zero Res Carpet Care. Don't be ashamed either. <laughs> Let him know what happened. Yeah. Like, I'm dealing with something over here. He got in, took his pants off, and the next thing I know, mess. Uh, that won't happen. Pet stains happen. Spills happen. Sometimes you just need your carpet fresh and clean. Sometimes you have mystery stains. That's when you call our friends at Zero Res Carpet Care. They are the best. They've been out to me and Bob's house four or five times each. They are the go-to when it comes to carpet cleaning in Pittsburgh, and they're not the same as all the other carpet cleaners. No. I can't stress that enough. There is a difference between carpet cleaners. Zero Res is the best Mm -hmm. because they're cleaning with science. They're cleaning with their empowered water. They're not just coming in and pumping your carpet full of harmful, abrasive chemicals 
that leave your carpet wet for two days straight. Don't walk on that. Hey, you it's going to be wet. Not zero res. They're the best. You know what's worse than sketchy carpet cleaners? When you get up those, uh, when you get brave and think you're going to go rent like a carpet cleaning machine and you got it. Yeah, don't do that. Horrible man. idea. Don't do that. Call our friends at Zero Res. They have the Mikey and Bob special. Save yourself some money, too. Get three rooms, zero res clean, starting at $139 when you call. Just ask for the Mikey and Bob special. It's 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188. You can also go to their website, ZeroResPGH.com. Hi, Zero Res. A stranger broke into my house, drank all my alcohol, removed his pants, and went to the bathroom all over my carpet. Help. Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. 961 Kiss. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Best Morning Show. Hashtag WTF is going on. I, I don't know what's going on. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Incredibles 2, right? That's out this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Incredibles 2, uh, another Pixar movie coming out. They say it should make around $130 million opening weekend. That's not bad. I See, I feel like they waited too long to drop that second Pixar uh, Incredibles 2, man. Like, when was the first Incredibles? That was so long ago. I feel like they missed an entire generation. Like, kids these days, they, they ain't up on that Incredibles. Like, who are they targeting with Incredibles? Are they just trying to get more, like, kids? Wow, 2004. See, that's what I'm saying, man. 2004. They waited Ooh. 14 years to drop Incredibles 2. That's crazy, guess right? How, guess how much it made. The first Incredibles yeah, movie? Like, the total, like total. total box yeah, yeah. office. Yeah. Oh, gosh. $650 million. Wow, you're close. Was I? 633 I get good with this movie thing. The Incredibles 2 at the box office. That's one that I probably won't go see at the movies because I don't think, like, my daughter uh, like I'll, is I, all in on, like, Incredibles. Yeah, like, she'll, yeah. she would watch it if it was just on TV. If I said, hey, you want to watch Incredibles 2 on TV tonight, she'd be like, yeah, sure. But if it's like, you want to go to the movies, like, yeah, too much going in with that. You watch any World Cup yesterday? Yeah. Like no, I didn't. Biggest thing happening in the world in Russia, World Cup. America's not even in it, so... Nobody really cares. Uh, Robbie Williams, who's, you know, I mean, most most people know who Robbie Williams is. Yeah or no? He's a big pop star. He's been for decades in the UK. Real yeah. big overseas. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one song he sings. I can't. Didn't he have a song called Angels? Angels. Right, yeah, was it? Yeah, or something like I that, think I think. That's the one I know, kind of. Uh, Robbie Williams was performing during the opening ceremony uh, Thursday at the World Cup in Russia. He gave the middle finger to the camera while performing uh, before the Russia-Saudi Arabia match, with which uh, the home team Russia won 5 to nothing. Fox, who airs the... Uh, World Cup here in America released a statement. The 2018 FIFA World Cup opening ceremony was a newsworthy event produced by a third party carried live on Fox. As it was broadcast live, we did not know what would happen during Robbie Williams' performance, and we apologize. Why is the middle finger something that they, like, blur out on TV and, like, eh? Why? Why do we care about a middle finger? I don't know. (laughs) Like, why why do they need to apologize? Why is it such a big deal? Did you see the bear? The, no, I know this isn't funny, and I know it's like it's like it's definitely some form of animal what torture. What did they do? It is, you know, it's it's like animals at the zoo, not not at the zoo. It's like animals in the circus. That's right. what I'm trying to say. It's like animals in the circus. Like, are you? Do you feel good when you see animals at the circus? It. I don't even think there is a circus anymore, right? Circus doesn't happen anymore, right? 
But, you know, some people would think, yay, look at they trained that. And then some people are just like, it's sad. It's, you know, lying in this tiger doesn't want to be doing that. What do they do to a bear? Things are just different in Russia. Okay? Because there is no chance you're seeing this in America. No. No chance at all. You've not seen the bear video I yet. have not. All right. Um, I don't know the backstory to this, but it is a vehicle. It looks like a looks like a green Jeep, right? Okay. On the streets. You can see there are some soccer fans around it. You can see the bear is in the back of the Jeep. There's a Russian flag. Yeah. It's a green vehicle. It has like soccer balls on the side, so it's like a World Cup themed vehicle. A bear is in the back seat. It's an open vehicle. Right? It looks yeah. like a, like a Jeep maybe. It's got yeah, the yeah. top off. Right. The bear is sitting up like a human in the back seat, right? And the bear is Okay, those toots you hear are not a car horn. That is a bear playing a horn. Look at the bear's got a horn. Right there. That's a bear playing a horn. It's oh, like one of those Vuvuzelas. Uh, is that what they call those horns, right? Was it a Vuvuzela that was big a few years ago at the World Cup? Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, just a bear sitting up like a human. In the back. Things are just different in other countries, man. What has Putin done? Uh, because you see that video and you're just like, oh my God, this bear must leave a horrible life. They probably torture this bear Does or something. Does Putin have a bear army that we don't know about? I don't what know, is man, that but thing? That, listen, I am scared to all hell out of Russia for everything they've done, the way Putin is, the way they just like invaded Ukraine. Remember when they did that? Uh, the way they've just hacked America, the way they hacked Facebook and all that. They have a bear. And they have a horn playing bear now. You can't trust Russia at all. No. I bet even they, a little bit. I bet they have bears with lasers. Laser bears? Things are just different in different countries, man. And Russia has a bear that plays a horn that they parade around on the streets. It's sad because I know they're torturing that bear. There's no way you take a bear out of the woods and give it a horn, and that bear is like, I've been waiting to play this. That bear is probably getting tortured, and it's sad, but things are just different in other countries. Man. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody who voted for us. I didn't know that this was a thing. Neither did I. Uh, the people were voting on, but Pittsburgh Magazine uh, came out with their Best of the Berg 2018 Readers Poll. We were vo- uh, voted uh, Best Morning Drive Team. Are we an award-winning radio show? I Yes. Yes, wow, we are. Man. That is that is big time right there. So I didn't know uh, that was a thing that was being voted on, but thank you to everybody who voted us. Best in the Berg 2018 Pittsburgh Magazine. Watch out. Best morning drive team. Award-winning. We also got uh, radio ratings this week. We yeah. are the number one rated morning show again, persons 18 to 34. okay we started the show this morning by playing uh animal mating noises for probably a minute and a half (laughs) we did it's true because we've played animal mating noises different animal mating noises over the course of our show you know the past year or so like that we've played them so much that i now have a library of of just animal mating noises at any time when we mention one of these animals, I just go to the animal mating noises over here. And usually like this uh, this computer that I have like a lot of show clips that we use for, for every show on, 
usually once we use a clip on the show, I'll just I'll get rid of it. You know? Yeah. For yeah. some reason, I have been saving animal mating noises, and I'm so good I have. Because I'm so glad I have because we built up like a database now of animal mating noises. Really? I mean, here's a kangaroo mating. <laughs> Yeah, it's a kangaroo. How about that? Also educational on the show yesterday, we learned kangaroos have three vaginas. Ta-da! Here's an alligator mating. Right. Sounds like a dinosaur. Alligators are dinosaurs, what a right? Scary, scary sound. Like that's a dinosaur right there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's alligator mating right there. Uh, this is goat mating, of course, a fan favorite here. I will never get over goat mating, man. I love the ramp up of it. It takes like, you know, three, four seconds and squirrel mating? Really? I guess so. Ah, little squirrel. <laughs> I forget some of these, man. But I'm saving them all over here because I don't know what to do with them. I just keep them over here. Here's a lion. <laughs> is, is that a is that a pleasurable noise out of the lion? I, I the the so. lion seems like it's confused. Like the lion's never felt this way before, and it doesn't know what to do. <laughs> like part of me. All right, hold on. You know uh, Chewbacca from yeah, Star Wars, yeah, right? Yeah. Imagine Chewbacca gets kicked in the uh, gets kicked in the nuts. Yep. Yep. Imagine him falling to the ground after that initial and then just on the ground rolling around in pain because Chewbacca just took a kick to the jewels. Chewie, all right? Oh, no. No, no. No, he's not. He's down. Chewbacca is not okay, man. Down and out. He is not okay. So again, you have been listening to the number one rated morning show, Persons 18 to 34, and Pittsburgh Magazine's Best Morning Drive Team 2018, playing animal noises, not for the first time, probably more like the 10th or 15th time on the show, an award-winning radio show here. Uh, Kaylee tweets here, I had my radio up in the drive-thru and the lady gave me a weird look when Mikey said on the show, here's goat mating noises. That lady doesn't know that that's just education there. That's educational. That's just sharing Mother Nature's gift. You know, you got to let the person at the drive-thru, you got to turn it up a little louder and explain it. You know, you got to be like, hey, it's goat mating right there. That's what that is. So they're looking at you weird like, what the hell are you listening to? Right. Sounds slippery. Sounds unsure. But excited, but excited at the same time. Let's talk about camels. Okay. We talked about this. I want to say last month on the show. I think it might even be longer than that. 
We went down a list recently on the show of animal milk that's like nutritious and what sort of animal milk people drink in different parts of the world. And it was kind of eye opening because, you know, here in America, you just think milk, cows, that's it, nothing else. But then you start, you know, learning about other parts of the world where they drink things like goat's milk and different things like this. Well, now I get ready because the invasion is coming to the States. Uh, This was in Bloomberg News. The title just says, Camel milk is full of nutrients and it's growing in popularity, but how does it taste? It says the soon-to-be new milky trend Mm -mm. is camel milk. Demand in the United States is growing for this alternative milk because of its health benefits. This is in Bloomberg News again. It says camel milk has five times the vitamin C. Gross. Ten times the iron is cow's milk. Why is it gross? Because it's probably thick and like tastes weird. If you grew up drinking camel milk, though, you might think cow's milk is gross. Yeah, but they're trying to claim this is like the next big thing that people are going to be drinking all the time. You just don't think you don't think people are going to embrace camel milk? Oh, it, it costs too much. Is the problem why it won't be like cow's milk in the states? Because it costs too much. You don't see people with camel farms like you see people with cows. Uh, Again, five times the vitamin C, ten times the iron is cow's milk. That is according to the Australian Camel Industry Association. (laughs) That's a a real thing? That's a real thing? Listen, if this radio thing ever goes bad for us, right, and we need to find another job, I want to work for the Australian Camel Industry Association. I want to spread the word of camel milk all across the world. Yeah, I want to be like a camel milker. Uh, and it says camel milk is growing in popularity because it doesn't contain the proteins that contribute to dairy allergies. All right, so maybe if you're like lactose intolerant, you can still pound wow. the camel milk. Wow. It says the camel milk has always been popular in the Middle East and Africa, but the nutritional benefits now are making it more popular in the United States and Asia. Australia, though, is uh, poised to become a big producer of camel milk, but the U.S. farms are quite small. There are camel dairy farms in Missouri and Indiana, uh, Ohio, and a few other states. Hold on. Ohio? You mean to tell me that right next door to us here... We're milking camels? There is a camel dairy farm? Google it right now. Get me an address. (laughs) I got an open weekend with nothing to do. I want to go drink straight from the tap. Oh, nice and hot. You straight find off an, the tap. You find an address for a camel farm yet? I just googled it. Well, I wanna, I wanna know where the camel farms uh, at in Ohio. Camel Milk America, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. All right, a little bit of a drive. I thought it was gonna be right over the border. I want camels closer to me. Uh, it's about $60 for a six-pack of eight-ounce bottles right now if you try to buy camel's milk online. So it's expensive, it's nutritious, but it's getting more popular in the United States. There's a camel farm in Ohio. And since we're talking about camels now, it's time once again to hear camel mating noises. <laughs> Hold 
Hold on. Now, what if I told you that that was a camel being milked, too? All right. Uh, pretend I didn't say mating, right? Right, right. Now it's time to hear the noises of a camel being milked. <laughs> Same noises. Again, the readers of Pittsburgh Magazine voted us the 2018 uh, Best Morning Drive Team in the City. Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, There is some sad news to report. Pittsburgh has lost an icon. Pittsburgh has lost a legend. uh, Legendary WTAE Chief Meteorologist Joe DiNardo has passed away at the age of 87. Man, that sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, There aren't too many people who are considered, you know, Pittsburgh legends and Pittsburgh icons, but he definitely was. I mean, a weather guy that had a catchphrase. That's not anything that happens anywhere anymore. (laughs) You know? No, no. When a meteorologist is so beloved that they have their own catchphrase, you know, Joe said it would. And uh, WTAE was just breaking into uh, Good Morning America, and they have uh, Kelly Fry and Mike Clark and Ashley Doherty at the desk right now. And, uh, you know, they're they're treating it like it's a, a big breaking news story, like they just dumped Good Morning America because this is what matters in Pittsburgh right now, and this is what, uh, you know, should be talked about in a life that should be celebrated. Joe DiNardo, uh, the legendary WTAE meteorologist passing away, at the age of 87 here was just some of uh mike clark they you know they did a whole um kind of video package on the life of joe DiNardo. this was uh just mike clark and kelly fry at the wtae uh desk just a few moments ago on the passing of joe DiNardo. his whole life was about keeping people safe keeping people informed and helping them live better lives and he did and we you know we were just sitting here watching all of this and and laughing uh, just laughing at the memories um just the joy that he brought to so many people and we're having a hard time because you do get choked up looking back and i've been here 18 years just celebrated 18 years the other day and um, you know I was just thinking back to the the early days when I first started here Uh, you know Joe's always been a legend I went to Pitt (laughs) so he's been here for so many years and um, the early years when Demetrius Ivory used to anchor the morning show here Joe would still call him (laughs) every morning he would still call Ray he would razz everybody and it's just so much joy and looking back with Paul Long and just the humor um, and, and his wit, it was just never ending. I remember uh, it was Christmas. It was my first Christmas here in 1995. Oh, no. And our general manager, <laughs> well, our general manager, Jim Hefner, had a get-together at his home for Christmas. Oh, and I brought Danielle. She was just born. Yeah. And we were having a great time. And Joe walked in with his beloved wife, Dolores. And mm-hmm. he sat down and he said, Michael, let me tell you something. Now, oh, I did the morning okay. news. I didn't have much interaction with Joe my first so year. So you sit there and you listen. And he said, here's what you do. You keep your nose clean. You, yeah. you serve the public channel four serves the public so you do that and you're gonna have a great career he goes me and my wife Dolores we love you and that was like a I think an incredible welcome yeah. to Pittsburgh all because of yeah. Joe DiNardo he sets the bar so high yeah that's uh Mike Clark and Kelly Fry this morning on WTAE talking about the passing of legendary WTAE uh chief meteorologist Joe DiNardo uh at the age of 87 uh, our good friend and uh, Pittsburgh's queen, Sally Wigan, uh, just tweeting out, um, you are at peace now, my friend. You made me laugh when I wanted to cry. You showed us all what giving back to the community meant and your joy in the science of meteorology 
was inspirational. Your presence will always be a part of Pittsburgh. Rest in peace, dearest Joe DiNardo. So it is, uh, you know, so many kids in the area, too, grew up with Joe DiNardo, like, coming to their school. Like, and I know all the meteorologists do it now, but listen, Joe DiNardo's on, he's, he's on another level. Joe DiNardo was hired in 1969. Nice. But so many kids have memories of Joe DiNardo, like, coming to their school. And, you know, holding their attention and teaching them about weather. Yeah. When all you want to do in school is, you know, run around in a circle and yell and scream. Um, so it is, uh, it's, you know, a, a sad day, but 87, that's a full life right there. He's and, a Pittsburgh uh, legend, man. He definitely is a Pittsburgh legend. Rest in peace to the legend. I mean, how many, like I keep saying, how many meteorologists have a catchphrase? Joe said it would, where you just know if Joe said it's going to rain, it's going to rain. Joe said it's going to be sunny. It's going to be sunny. Joe said six inches of snow. We're going to get six inches of snow. Mm -hmm. I remember a few years ago on the show, there was a weird winter storm that was coming. And all the local meteorologists were all over the map. Like they they weren't sure how many inches of snow were going to. It was a really weird snowstorm. Like it could have been like a foot or it could have been like two inches, depending on where you lived. And I remember we might have to find this. I don't it's probably not appropriate for us to play um, today with the news of his passing. But I don't know. It just shows how much we respected Joe DiNardo because we I remember us just yelling about all these (laughs) meteorologists just need to call DiNardo. (laughs) Like he's even, the only one well, I know. You heard like Kelly Fry even talk about that clip, and, and Mike Clark, like he would still call the meteorologist. Like I just imagine Joe DiNardo at his house watching the weather, seeing a weather report, and then just being like, "No, I'm not feeling that. Let me call, you know, Demetrius Ivory, whoever it was working at WTA at the time, and be like, "No, let me let, let me, me correct this. Let me sprinkle a little DiNardo on that forecast. We're not getting four inches of snow. We're only gonna get two. Let me sprinkle some DiNardo on that. And I remember talking about that snowstorm a few years back. Yep. And just saying, everybody just needs to call DiNardo. That's it. Instead of every TV station having their own meteorologist who's saying different things, we all need to come together as Pittsburgh and just have one singular DiNardo Joe said it would forecast, and that's what we're rolling with. Uh, It's a sad day, though, a sad passing for a uh, great man, a legend of the city. Uh, You know, we love our icons in this city, and he was definitely... Uh, one of them, our thoughts with his family and friends, of course, the passing of WTA Chief Meteorologist Joe DiNardo uh, at the age of 87. 96.1. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, some sad news in the city this morning as uh, the news of the passing of the legendary WTA Chief Meteorologist Joe DiNardo uh, breaking this morning. Joe DiNardo passing away at the age of 87 lizzie tweeting us here i distinctly remember joe donardo coming to my school i couldn't have been more than 10 years old and i'm 28 now didn't the nardo used to come in in uh in a helicopter like i always see the wtae videos of him uh, like in the 80s just flying to schools in a helicopter mm-hmm. <laughs> like do the do the meteorologists do that anymore no chance i, I don't think they do like uh, you know, and that's nothing against the meteorologists because we have we love the meteorologists in this city. You know, we're very good friends with a lot of the meteorologists. Scott Harbaugh from WPXI, Ashley Doherty from WTAE. Nobody was going to tell Denardo no though if he wanted to take the chopper out. But I don't think I don't think any of the weather people today fly into the schools in the chopper because that had to be 
a part of the joy of having Joe DiNardo come to your school is when DiNardo just lands like a superhero yeah. in the chopper. Yeah. When's a helicopter going to land at your school? That's a big deal, no matter who comes out. And then it's DiNardo, Pittsburgh weather god, coming out to teach you about storms and tornadoes and everything. Man. What a day at school. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca tweets here, I heard Mikey and Bob say Joe DiNardo passed away. I put my hand on my heart and said, oh, no, now I'm crying. Rest in peace to Joe DiNardo, 87 years old. Uh, yeah, the hashtag Joe said it would already trending on uh, on Twitter in uh, in Pittsburgh. Just to show you how beloved that man is. I mean, the news just broke a few minutes ago of, uh, of his passing mm-hmm. and his catchphrase already trending in the city on uh on pittsburgh just an icon just a legend and i remember uh i don't know if um wtae just had one of his uh his sons on uh talking to him uh doug denardo they're talking to him live now on wtae i don't know if it was one of his sons i want to say it was one of his grandkids yeah i think it was one of the grandkids like listen to our show and i i don't know if it's appropriate to play today but like I was saying, there was a, a bit we did before. I, I call it a bit, but it's not like we script much on our show, you know? <laughs> it wasn't necessarily planned. but it, it was during a snowstorm where we said none of the local meteorologists are on the right page and everybody has a different forecast. And then we just said they just need to call in DiNardo. Uh, you know, I would just play that because that's pretty funny. But then we started talking about how Joe DiNardo had uh, Doppler nipples. Yes. And he had the power to, I mean, now that I'm saying it, I mean, I feel like I should, I, I feel like we could play it, but it might not be appropriate on the day of his, uh, his passing, but it, it's not like we were making fun of Joe DiNardo. It was all love and respect and to show you the power of DiNardo. Well, we were saying like he could sense the weather. He didn't need like one of the machines right. or, uh, you know, any no, of the, he didn't the need no Doppler. Doppler or anything like that. DiNardo was a Doppler. He was the DiNardo Doppler man. He didn't need any of the fancy stuff. Now, I want to say one of his grandkids played that for him, right? Well, that's what I was going to get to because they sent us a message and said, like, hey, I played this for him, and he absolutely loved it. <laughs> uh, so maybe that might make me feel a little bit better if we uh, if we bring it to the show today. Either way, it's on our uh, our YouTube channel. I think it's just called Joe DiNardo Weather Nipples if you want to look that up. But, uh, yeah, it's sad because so many uh, people grew up. You know, not only watching him on WTAE, but like I said, the stories of people of just, you know, Joe DiNardo. You, you never forget that as a kid. The day a helicopter lands at your school. And that's Joe DiNardo Day. When he comes out of that helicopter, he's going to teach you about tornadoes yeah, and right? storms and weather and stuff like that. And weather patterns and, uh, you know, warm fronts and cold fronts. and That's a big day in school. When the meteorologists come, that is a, uh, that is a big day. But uh, when that helicopter landed, you knew... Uh, you knew Joe said it would would be uh, would be coming out, and I don't know if we'll ever see another person like Joe DiNardo, you know, uh, somebody like that as just a chief meteorologist. But he was so much more like climbed to an iconic, legendary status in a city like Joe DiNardo did. So uh, it's some sad news today. He will definitely be missed. A Pittsburgh icon, Joe DiNardo, passing away at the age of eighty-seven. Zach tweets us here. I'm on vacation, just waking up to you guys on the uh, iHeartRadio app. Must say, you'd be proud of me a whole week in the wonderful state of Florida, and I have not become a Florida story. Good job, Zach. All right. Kept your clothes on. No hard drugs. Didn't get arrested. Surviving, yeah. 
I remember uh, when I was on vacation and almost became a Florida story. You almost did, yeah. <laughs> you remember that when I was on vacation? Me and my wife, Jamie. What a moment. I was walking around the, uh, we rented a house, a little pool, a little community. Oh, a pool. For like a week, and I was just walking around the neighborhood, and all of a sudden a cop car pulled up on me on the sidewalk, and then another cop car pulled up, and then a police helicopter was flying overhead. Apparently they were looking for somebody who had uh, a couple warrants out. And uh, it, I fit the description. How it was great. not me, but it was like it was like one of the craziest things. Like I was almost laughing the whole time, thinking like, "Oh my god, I'm almost becoming a Florida story here." Like live PD camera jumps out. Like how great would that have been? Oh, if it would have been on live PD, that show on A and E, oh, would have been incredible. I would have put on a show then. <laughs> See, I was fine and calm and very nice with the officers and kind of laughing about it because I knew I didn't do anything wrong. But if a live PD camera would have jumped out, uh-huh. I would have probably had to have gotten naked and just ran. I was right next to a golf course. You got to put on a show, right? You're not going to make live PD if you're just like, nah, mistaken identity or something. It's not me. Got stripped down. I'm not even from here. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh. And if a live PD cam's on you, though, you got to get naked and go run on the golf course, right? Just yell, it's not me, and then pull your pants down and run away. I probably say you got to start humping a hole. (laughs) Put on a full show. Start guarantee, guarantee you're making the broadcast. Start yelling hole in one, hole in one, <laughs> as you hump away on a golf course hole. Uh, what's happening <laughs> now on the show? What time is it? Uh, by the way, we will have a Florida story coming up, and it does have to deal with somebody getting naked, so we'll have that coming up uh, before the end of the show. Uh, right now, it's toilet snake time on the show. <laughs> a toilet snake? Yeah, looking at my watch, it's about that time for a Texas toilet snake. This is my worst nightmare. A Texas man was cleaning his bathroom when a snake came out of his toilet. Oh, no. Was it brown? Did it move? How big was it? How big? Five inches? man says he ran out so fast he knocked over his son. Oh, no. Knocked over his own kid because he was running from a toilet snake. A deputy pulled the six-foot blue indigo Whoa! snake out of the toilet. A six-foot footer. Oh, my God. That snake is dry docked in there. I would burn my house down, right? You got to burn your house down. You can't call wildlife or no, you know, uh-uh. any sort of rescue thing like that. You can't call the cops. You just got to get the kids, get the pets out of the house. Fill your car up with some of your belongings. Cover your house in gas, especially the bathroom. Throw a match and just walk away. If a six-foot snake comes out of your damn toilet. Peekaboo. Pop, pops the lid up. What are you just dr- staring at you? What are you dropping in that toilet that's luring a snake? It must, it smell must, snake bait. It must smell my sugar. It mm. must smell my sugar. Been Ooh. dropping some snake bait in there. Texas snake bait. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the snake is not poisonous. Can you imagine? No. What would your feeling be if you were heading in the bathroom? No, uh uh-uh, nope, Mm uh-uh. You see this little head poke out. Oh my gosh. I love that they're just letting the anchors here have uh, toilet snake banter like back and forth. Uh, What would you do? What do you think you would do? Who welcomes a toilet snake? Who's not freaked the hell out by that? Listen, too big to flush, too. I'm going to have trouble pooping all weekend just because we're talking about this now. That's how much toilet snakes affect me. That is my worst head. What what would your response be? 
Could you get I out think of I'd that bathroom crying. faster? I think I would start crying. Oh, poor mother toilet start licking his head. Like, what do you think the response is going to be? It's a six-foot toilet snake. That, I will say that's probably, yeah, one of my worst fears is to... Is this the weather guy yeah, talking weather now? Guy jumps right. Have that happen. You lift up the toilet seat, and you got a snake trying to come up at you. Yeah. And that is a huge snake. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I, Jen. Oh, okay, let's get to weather. I'm, I'm done looking at that. I Yeah, no. Yeah, keep it moving. Everybody is freaked out by the toilet snake, and I think everybody has the... Uh, uh, has the same reaction to a uh, six footer uh, uh, to a toilet snake. They say it was blue too. Yeah, yeah. If it's blue, fr- flush it down. Doesn't really rhyme. Like if it's brown, flush maybe it, it down. Maybe just got in some of that blue goo. You oh, know, like that blue maybe yeah, like porta potty. He yeah. said he was cleaning the toilet. Oh, uh, that, that could be it. Yeah, might have covered it. Maybe it was a brown snake. If it's brown, flush it down. Six foot toilet snake in Texas. Mikey and Bob. It is the uh, ninety six one Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, free movie Friday here on the station. Uh, our friends at Adam Tickets. It's the best app to book your uh, movie tickets. You know, get concessions, skip yeah. lines, do all that. Get Adam all Tickets app. The Adam Tickets app. A-T-O-M. They want to hook you up with some free movie tickets uh, for this Friday to see Tag. Is that in theaters this weekend, huh? Yeah. That's that got one. everybody in it, right? Yep. Uh, John Hamm. Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, if you want to go see Tag this weekend, it's based on the true story of five friends that have been playing a game of Tag for like 30 years. That looks pretty funny. Uh, Text the word ZEBRA to ATOM1 for your chance to win. Again, text the word ZEBRA to ATOM1 for your chance to win some free movie tickets from our friends at Adam Tickets. Standard data and text message rates may apply. Uh, Liberty Bridge is closed this weekend, so... That'll be a mess. That will be a hot mess. Um... We will be uh, at the Yinzer 5K tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. right there on the North Shore across from Heinz Field and Stage AE. Uh, nice 5K uh, to benefit the Light of, Life, uh, Light of Life Rescue Mission, so you we'll can, be out uh, there. You can walk up and register, too. Right around 8 a.m., they're going to start taking registrations. The weather's supposed to be really nice this weekend, so you just want to do something good, help out some people, Light of Life uh, Rescue Mission, uh, which is great cause, great place. Uh, Yinzer 5K, just come out to the uh, North Shore. Starts at 8 a.m. Uh, tomorrow. Not bad. Uh-uh. Kendrick Lamar in town uh, Saturday night. Key Bank Pavilion. That'll be a big show. Yep. Not too bad. Uh, Pirates are in town, as we've said, versus the Reds. Uh, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be 90 on Sunday. <laughs> okay. If you hate your father, take him to the Pirates game. <laughs> just cook him in the sun. I mean... That just does not sound like a fun time. No, no. They're not even, like, they're playing a team worse than them. Pirates versus Reds. Oh, just so hot sitting there. Yeah, it doesn't sound very fun. Why don't the Pirates, uh, like, do what the Atlanta Falcons did? You remember the Atlanta Falcons? Like, when they got their new stadium, it was, like, groundbreaking because they made, like, you know... Beer and pop and pizza and hot dogs, like reasonably priced, like yeah. a couple bucks each. Yeah. Like, even if you're super mad at the Pirates, you hate upper management. You can't stand the way they run the team. You already know they're going to trade everybody at the trade deadline, right? And you're just sick of it. But you could go watch a Major League Baseball game and not have to pay like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, getting into the game's not the problem. You can go on StubHub and buy tickets for less than ten bucks. Yeah, they're pretty even in cheap. the lower bowl. They're, it's that bad right now. They're pretty cheap. But then, if you want food or you want to drink some beers or something, you're gonna shell out a hundred bucks. 
It's not worth it for me to actually leave my house and go pay for that. Yeah, I don't understand why the Pirates don't market like that. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Like, even the Baltimore Orioles, they're not very good. They did, like, a whole, like, kids and free all season. Like, yeah, right, where just kids could go to the games for yeah, free, right? Yeah, as long as your parents come with you, you can go for free. Like, why not do something like that? Listen, if there were even, like, $3 beers, I might consider going to a Pirates game. But regular price beers? Yeah, I'm good. Anything else we got to tell the kids before we get out of here? Just uh, good times? Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks again for everybody for voting us for Pittsburgh Magazine uh, Best Morning Drive Team of 2018. Things like that are, uh, you know, really cool. We just had number one ratings come out, too. And we, we will always tell you we have no idea how that happens. We have no idea why and how everyone has embraced whatever it is we do here every morning. Uh, you know, but it does mean a lot to us that you have somehow embraced us and put us on some sort of pedestal every now and then that say, these are, these are the guys I roll with in the morning. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, <laughs> is, this is my show. So we, I start my day. We don't take it for granted. We do appreciate always you listening, you supporting, you streaming, you downloading the podcast, watching our YouTube videos, however you support us and the, uh, the show. It is uh, greatly appreciated. All right, everybody, have a good weekend. We will talk to you on uh, on Monday. Premiering the new Alessia Cara song once again at the top of the hour all day today. If you haven't heard it yet, here it is. I Heart 